Let's cool. just live in the siren noise. Really? I Let's guess. Let's hold out. I started. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Happy episode 24. Is it really episode 24? It's really episode 24. Nah, that's too many. It's ridiculous. That's stupid. Welcome, listeners, to, Welcome to Do You Queer. <laughs> Welcome to Do Do. Welcome to Do You Queer What I Queer. Yeah. As I turn my messaging and Wi-Fi off. Thank you. Jeez, a, after you just lectured me about my phone. I'm a professional. Ugh. Listen, she's <laughs> got places to be. Look. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We yeah. are Dickwick, and we are here to make you laugh, but also to, like, educate ourselves. Yeah. And, like, like you. Totally, like, learn things and also, like, laugh about them. I, like, and love. cry about them. I'm Tom. And I'm Elliot. <sighs> How are you feeling today? Is that a color question? Oh, absolutely. So, okay, I have this one locked and loaded. I am green, and that's not only because it is St. Patrick's Day right now, Yeah. but I'm the kind of green that's vomit green, because I've been very nauseous today. Okay. Because I was at Glad Day studying this morning, which is where we did our live show. It's an amazing queer bookshop. And a um, man walked in who looked like they were marginalized by homelessness and uh, was cracked open a bottle of um, paint thinner in Glad Day and the whole place just reeked and it made me feel so sick to my stomach and they started huffing it at the table next to us and then like nodding and drooling and laughing with like a thing of paint thinner um, and bless the worker like it was just dealt with in the in the best manner I feel so 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 sad for this this person but I just couldn't shake the smell of it. And like the whole time, um, my partner and I, we were just on such high alert. Like I thought he was going to douse the place and like light it on fire. Like I just didn't know what was going on. Um, but I've had just, just weird feelings since then. I called 311 to see if they could help him. And they really couldn't because there was like nothing. Like he was standing up and walking around. Uh, sorry, that's like, I'm, this is color tangent. But anyway, I'm puke green. What color are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. That story is... It's sad. I know it is. It's. I know. These are tears, not... They're not laughing. That's just such... I'm sorry. I'm only laughing because that's such a you story. Like, I know. everything about that screams Elliot. I know. But, like, I didn't, like, ask for that to happen. Um... I know. And on that and on that note, I'm also puke green. Oh, why? Totally puke. Like puke, like chunky green, like chunks of like putridity. <laughs> chunks chunks of putridity. <laughs> yeah, chunks of bile and like chunks of like what's a green chunky thing that's awful? Uh like warm Ooh, like green peppers that are left in the sun i love warm green peppers not like sauteed green peppers yeah, like they uh, shouldn't be warm fine i'm a warm green pepper today um oh, simply because like fuck it it's saint patrick's day the white fuckery i've seen today i'm just so i'm not here for usually i am like saint patrick's day biggest sort of um mascot and, like, people always look to me every St. Patrick's Day because, like, I'm the festive alcoholic. <laughs> but, like, this year I'm just not, I'm not living. I'm not here for it. This and is the one day this year. It's just, like, complete white nonsense. And don't we have better things to do? Sure. Like, I was walking down the street and this, like, school bus pulled over on my way here. And there was about, like, 40 white guys walked out of the school bus with with, like, Irish hats on. And they were, like screaming a song and I was just like what what has happened like why are you doing this and go away that's Get fair out of my space I'm gonna counteract that though oh, with just saying like well I know that you're Irish in your heritage as well and I am. so am I and we're both black Irish are we not yeah we are um which means that we have very dark features and light eyes and not that we are like black <laughs> Irish people because we're white but I just wanted to clarify for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So, yeah, no, it brings me back to my childhood because my grandma died when I was seven. And I used to remember waking up at her house and her people came from Ireland during the Irish uh, potato famine. And so it was, like, her biggest thing. It was her Irish pride. There was, like, green juice in the morning. And just, I, like, think of her and I think of my roots. And I get that it's white nonsense. Um, but I don't know what. I feel a connection to it. 
Um, no, you should. Which also, so I was thinking, I was debating bringing this up because I read an article that I unfortunately, I thought I reblogged on Tumblr and I thought I screenshotted it, but it totally passed me by. But I'm left with the message of the article. And essentially it was saying that, please, if a listener knows what I'm referencing, shout this out. This is so inappropriate on my end. But this article was saying that, listen, if you want to combat cultural appropriation as white people, stop appropriating other people's spirituality to make yourself feel grounded and just look to your own roots and look to your own heritage. And that's something that I always thought was counterintuitive. And I always thought that that was problematic. But I don't know, for the first time, I'm like, okay, well, maybe there is a solution there. And maybe it's not like, it's not saying you have white pride, but look into your own history. And like, I realized I didn't even really know like about like the Druid, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. I don't really know where that thought lies, but I'll just put it out there. No, you're thinking about your ancestors and this day. And like, instead of putting like a sari on and like, do you know what I mean? Like, and like praying to a faith that, I don't know, isn't mine or appropriate. Yeah, we pray to the keg. I get it. Yeah, that's, oh shit. That's very fair. (laughs) Getting hot in here. (laughs) It's coming for me. No, no, I'm right there with you. Uh, Yeah, I guess, you know what? I... I'm envious of you in a way because I don't have that sort of um, cultural attachment to anything. I'm, I want to. I want to just interject. Like I don't. The attachment's not real. Yeah. Do, I, like I think of my grandma, but I'm not like. I'm gonna like. I've. I realized I've like gone a little bit too far over the edge and been like, "There's no time for joy," and like. So I want to like. Like, sort of double back and be like, hey, it's okay to enjoy things and celebrate. and Yeah. And I I can do that. I, I will do that. Respect first, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. am dying. Good morning to ya. Keep going with that. <laughs> Artemis is just doing a bunch Potato of Potato famine. Is that how they say it? I don't know. Uh, I really want to talk about Oasis. Oh, Yeah. Right, because a lot of listeners uh, have asked me about how Oasis went this week, so I had to tell them. And I'm also baiting you because first I'm going to do Corrections Corner, <laughs> because I'm a fucking downer. Oh my god. Did you I like that? I hate it when you bait me. A bait and switch. You are the master baiter. I'm going to... Ma- oh, I'm mad. Yes. I'm mad at you. I nailed that. I am so proud of myself. I'm going to skirt through these okay. real fast. First one... Last week, I shouted out, this podcast will kill you, hosted by Aaron and Aaron. And I said that they were epidemiologists, but they're actually disease ecologists. The weakest correction I've ever made. But there you have it. Totally weak, but I'm here for it. They're like a new podcast. I don't want to get it. Get your fucking facts straight. Good for you, Elliot. Second thing, and this one's much more serious. When I was talking about Connie Walker's Missing and Murdered podcast, uh, especially season two, Finding Cleo, I started talking about the 60s scoop. And then Tom and I brought in uh, residential schools, and we were a little bit vague on that. I want to clarify, those were separate atrocities. So the 60s scoop was uh, a distinct act of violence sanctioned by the government of Canada, and it took place between 1960 and 1980. And while related, it was separate from residential schools. Uh, So the 60s scoop refers to the specific act of removing Indigenous children from their families and adopting them elsewhere in Canada, US, and even the UK, often without the consent of the children's parents. Residential schools, on the other hand, were, quote, government-sponsored religious schools established to assimilate Indigenous children into Euro-Canadian culture, end quote. Um, And these schools date back to 1870, and the last one was 1996. So while they were contemporaneous, they were separate atrocities. Right. And I just cited uh, the TRC.ca, Canadian Encyclopedia, and Global News. End of Corrections Corner. Let's leave that room. Right. I'm sorry for getting things wrong No, that's okay. Now that we're all correct... Oasis. Oasis. (laughs) How do we... I mean... That's our flavor. That's a tough transition. It is. Um, And yet... And yet, here we go. We're going to fucking do it. So... I'm trying to think, like, actively, like, my brain is trying to click through a transition, but literally nothing is appropriate. No. So, we went to Oasis. We did. Sex Club Aqua Lounge last Sunday, as we said last episode, to uh, watch our friend and guest, Chai, perform Mm -hmm. as Axel Blows. Mm -hmm. And it was miraculous. So good. It was amazing. And of all things, too, they, like, hit their head and cut themselves and still kept performing. And it was just so amazing. And That's fucking resilience. It is resilience. That's art. And we get in, and I just want to say I'm... 
honestly embarrassed for being nervous about thinking that people were going to touch me without my consent because we're shuffled in through this line. They let us in um, our group at a time. And actually, also, my partner did end up coming. So sluttiness did ensue. But that'll come later. Oh. So we come in, and this this worker there was so fucking good at their job. They ran us through all these lists of how to be respectful. Everything that doesn't fly gave us a whole spiel. The ethics of Oasis, like, I, I praised them. It was I was so comfortable, and it was so amazing. It was such a safe space. Yeah. Um, and more than that, it was like a really empowering space, which I loved. I felt I've carried that energy with me since I've been there. Me too. Like, it was like... Not only was it okay to be like sort of an artist and naked, it was celebrated to be an artist and naked and mm-hmm. a sexual being, which is, aren't the things that I usually connect in my brain. So I, it definitely made a mark for me. I, I was love really that. Happy about that. And there was just really cool things. Like there's the group of seven orgy where we all sat down and watched like seven people um, smash paint balloons and fuck each other they were fisting with glow-in-the-dark paint yeah and we, that was awesome and we all I've sat- never seen someone get fisted before really yeah you should have been there when i got fisted and we <sighs> sat on a giant couch just everyone was naked watching this happen yeah it was amazing it's great i loved it there was that man beside us that was a little too like he almost ruined it for me but yeah, there was That's an aggressive a- masturbating leerer. Yeah. yeah. A king leerer. But he... <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. But you know I love King Lear. You got me. I do know me. you do love that. We we could have just turned to him and said, listen, don't do this. Yeah. And he would have had to have respected that. That's true. It was in the gaze, though. His but eyes I didn't were... want to... Yeah. It was in the gaze, totally. Mm-hmm. The G-A-Z-E. Not the G-A-Y-S. For y'all gays out there. Yeah. What else happened? So we like there was this like whole outdoor pool area, which is so much fun. It was so heated, obviously, because thank you, March in Canada. It's still fucking frigid out. Yeah. So it was nice to like be outside in the really warm pool, and then um, you guys left. Yeah, I had my own sexual adventure with my partner uh, in like a, a closet that was a glory hole glory room hole but closet. the other glory hole wasn't there so we just ended up i know when i couldn't find you i like was like oh i didn't know where they are and i just like sat down next to the glory hole closet and then waited for us to emerge giggling no because no remember i called you out oh yeah because you were like oh i hear tom and i was like <laughs> i was like thinking about it i was like no you don't like i'm literally sitting right here and then i said no you can't hear me or something like that and then we all laughed scared the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so when you guys left the pool there was this like really really like um how do i say it he he had a fucking huge dong Mm. australian man who like entered into the pool and so we were talking and when you guys left he was like oh your your friends like took off and i was like oh well obviously i want to stay here with you and so we were like chatting and it was great we talked about because we both lived in australia obviously he is australian and then I was like, hey, I don't really know how this works. Um, this is my first time here. He was like, oh, don't worry. Like, there's nothing to be nervous about. It's easy. And he, like, approached me and then, like, grabbed my penis. And then we started kissing. And it was, like, so cute, cute, romantic, meat cute. It is meat cute. Like, yeah. And then he, like, fucked my face in public at a sex club on the third floor. And Glory like, days. just the cutest, like, like little like cute little Miss Muffet meeting you could ever think of. I think maybe you and our listeners may have different ideas of what cute is, but I'm here for that. <laughs> that is so cute. No, but it was fun. So we were in this like in the third floor where you can only go to the third floor if you're with someone else or other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just like really, again, like really empowering to like be with this man in front of like, there was a straight couple over to our diagonal left. And there was like, a threesome with like a trans dude and like a straight girl and I actually sorry I don't know who's straight and who's gay but there was mm-hmm. like three people in front of me and then there was like another gay couple beside us and just like really cool it was I loved like it fun and like afterwards he was like that was really fun I was like that was really fun too and then we just like said bye the energy yeah the energy was so good and like all shame was shed and stigma just yeah. left and like I felt so in charge of my own sexuality yeah which was amazing. 
Also, we had to e-transfer Tom some money for the bar. Ooh, and our the, bar tab was hefty. Hefty. And the security question that my partner used was, where did the cum come from tonight? And Tom was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, and he really was like, didn't it's Australia. Like, yeah. How the fuck were you supposed to know that? And like, when, because I like got the e-transfer on my phone. This isn't interesting. We can cut it, but... <laughs> The que- you can't see the whole question. It was like, where did the come? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, are you still? It's the MC Usher of security questions. <laughs> oh, anyway. Shit. That's it. Thank you, Aqua Lounge, for having us. We'll be back. The the um, event was called... Bathhouse and Body Works. And, and it was fabulous. Every month. And it's queer friendly. Yeah. Um, and we will be going back. Although, not too often, because we spent... A, a lot of money. We spent a dollar or two. But I like supporting, and I've been spreading yeah. the word nonstop since I went. You've been spreading the word, have spreading you? Spreading the seed. I've been sowing the word. Spreading the legs. Spreading um, my legs. I didn't have anything to go from there. <laughs> I often start talking with no direction. Um, we have a guest. We have a guest. Which, who I'm so excited about Me having on. Because we've been too. talking about having her for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. And now she is fucking here and she's queer and I'm excited. And we'd like to introduce Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi. Hi. Thank Thanks. you. S- oh. Oh. oh, you go ahead. Oh my God. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I'm ecstatic to be here. It's going to be great. <laughs> you yeah. sound I, really happy. I, <laughs> Real awkward, but real excited. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, real awkward and real excited. That's how we always are. I love it. We go back yeah. with Haley, too. We yes. work together, and our days are just spent in excited awkwardness together, and I love it. Yeah. 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 Tom and Haley had a day today as well. Yeah, we're not going to... Yeah. That's not part of the podcast. Right? No. no. I got my rage out at work, and now yeah. I'm happy and serene. Yeah, you so. can email us if you want more information, but... Your serenity is something I'm feeling, and I like what that. What is your so c- coming off of that? What is your color today? Um, or now? I feel like I have to be somewhere on the green spectrum, just like for festivity reasons. Um, so I feel like I'm kind of like a nice, like pearly green, like a light shimmery mm, kind of color. Cute. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good right now. Uh, took a long ass shower, washed all of the work dirt off my body yeah <laughs> it's i'm in a happy place with a couple of dudes who are great a1 fellows <laughs> <laughs> continue <laughs> yeah i'll just list off all of the things that i've noticed about you that's the rest of the podcast is Haley's observations about tom and elliot <laughs> i kind of want that me too it's a spin-off that's podcast a different episode. Uh, First off, you use cute as a quantitative measure, and I don't... I've been trying to figure out what cute means in a sentence from you for, like, months. Ooh, can you give me an example? Uh, you sent a message... She's talking to Elliot, by the way. Um, that was like, maybe we'll go for, like, a cute drink. And I was like, what the fuck's a cute drink? Like, does it have an umbrella on it? Is there one? Is there 17? I feel like that what may have that been inherited mean? by me. It, did, it was inherited by Tom. <laughs> the first person I heard say it was Jesse, and it's just been you three. And I have, no one else in my life has said that. So let me break this down. I think the humor in cute stems from the fact that nothing we do is in fact cute yeah. and is always done in excess and monstrously. You're grotesque. Exactly. <laughs> I really, the etymology of it really comes from my friend Liz, who puts cute in front of everything, um, no matter what, to make it seem like it's cute, even though it's not. <laughs> like it's, it's better. Like, we'll just do like some cute fisting. We're do like, yeah, cute, <laughs> like, some yes. cute fisting, like... Like it'll, cute, it'll be great. Like, you know, murder suicide, <laughs> like cuteness. I love that you noticed that. Yeah. I am so confused. Like, I love I that like you're called out for it, though. That makes me feel much better. You do it more than Tom does in my presence. Okay. That's great. Uh, yep. I'm just real confused when other people talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm here for that. Yeah. We were texting Haley earlier about the details of this with emojis and I, she wasn't here for it i don't speak emoji i am like the least technically i'm like gen Z, but i i know i'm not even a millennial i'm a baby <laughs> it's awful um and i'm like so out of touch uh no i don't think you're the one that's out of touch i think gay men have their own language go <laughs> I don't know. Ka, 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 ka. No, are, you, are you a bird of prey? Like, 
Oh, shit. Um, cut that. <laughs> Jesse, cut it. Um, anyway, okay, Pearl Green. Love it. So we ask all our guests, so we're going to ask you, of course, to what the word queer means to you. Um, I really like the word queer. Um, I find it very unifying, and I have a lot of friends who are also like LGBT, but they have like, a variety of identities, and oddly, I don't know any other lesbians. All my friends are like a plethora of complicated and unique identities which i love so much but it's like how do you describe that concisely like oh well we're all queer like it's great Mm -hmm. um and it's so much easier and we're all angry (laughs) um (laughs) and united in that and it's um i don't know i just find it like very unite uniting and comforting to know that like you have all of those people around you who are like you're connected even though you're different which is amazing um but also, like, if I'm coming out to someone, even in, like, a casual sense, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm queer. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm a lesbian or I'm gay. Um, right. That's so interesting. Yeah. Because um, that distinction in itself means a lot to me because I thought that I was bi for a really long time. And it was, like, like really self-destructive. So I'm like, I need to make that distinction that, like, this is where I'm at now. And I'm like not into men in any serious capacity because i've had so much like oh like you'll find the right man someday like, oh, forced Those down my not throat allies. no and this is like they are they just need to be educa- educated even Fair. like to like a 12 year old who's going i don't understand men like i don't think i ever want a husband like what do you mean like i can't tell if someone's attractive and they're like oh you'll find the right man someday and then you'll want to marry them and have children and settle down in a hill and a white picket fence and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. Like, there, shut there up. There nothing queer about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. So I'm very, like, I am gay. But also, like, I'm also queer. And I like being able to identify as both, which yeah. is nice. But I think the distinction's important. Totally. Yeah. We've never really explored that, actually. And that's really interesting. I, th- I don't think I either if someone asked what I was, I would say gay first, too. Yeah. Um, queer, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, but queer to me means um, it, it's more of a statement. Right. It's more of a, like, a way of thinking or a way of... But that being said, I would like to say queer first because, like, that like that's not putting yourself in a box. Yeah. Off the bat. People I don't like find that. that I, I don't know if this is weird or not, but I find that I say queer if I know I'm around other LGBT folk. Yes. Yes. I say queer first then. Me too. But if I'm around straight people, I'll say gay. My hypothetical was a straight person asking yeah. me. Right. Right. Yeah. Because they're confused and afraid and like they just want to know what we're saying. <laughs> what are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Define yourself immediately. <laughs> 20 seconds. Go. <laughs> Haley, I also want to ask you if there was a moment that you can pinpoint or a series of moments in which you came to realize your identity or understand it maybe yeah um, my my teenage years were a roller coaster for a variety of reasons not all of them just being like i'm an angsty teenager um but like obviously being confused about gender and sexuality was a big part of it and i, I have been gay since birth man like in (laughs) retrospect um but uh there was this one moment when I was 14 where I had this one friend and I was like she's my best friend and I had all of these like weird convoluted emotions and like jealousy and like I don't want her to talk to other girls who she's friends with she's my best friend it was like super like weird and clingy and then one day I was like sitting there and I was like I want to kiss her. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you kind of got to, like, like work it through from there. And then I was like, okay, so, like, I obviously like girls in some capacity, but, like, 
I obviously must be straight because I'm going to meet the right man someday. Oh. So, like, I guess I'm, like, a, like, bi, but I like men better. So this is me for, like, three years of going, I guess I'm bi, and then just sort of shifting slowly from, like, I prefer men to, I prefer women. I think I'm, like, a, like, 90, 10, like, women preference. And then I had, like, a month-long crisis. And one day I was sitting in, when I was 17, so three years later, I was sitting in a beautiful chair in my living room, in a sunbeam on a beautiful February <laughs> afternoon. And I realized that I can have a wife someday. And it was just totally internal. And it was just like the sun was also just like this bright light coming on in my life. And I realized like how deep the consequences of that were, that I don't have to go through all of these like self-destructive fantasies of being with a man and having to like work through all of the complicated and painful and I don't want that that came with those hypothetical relationships and then I could just be with a woman and it would be good it could be what I wanted so I guess I had a very internal realization after a lot of struggle but I got there. <laughs> I'm so happy That's for you. That's beautiful. <laughs> Fuck. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, I want to be with a woman. <laughs> no, you don't, Tom. Stop trying <laughs> to make this about you. You don't. <laughs> You've been there. <laughs> Did we just shame you on your own podcast? <laughs> okay, fine. That's right. You're gay. Stay I'm in resilient. Your We're moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> Sexuality is fluid. Not for Tom, it isn't. <laughs> um, Thanks for sharing that. That's Yeah, that was, what a nice story. Yeah. You really painted yeah. a picture. Yeah, there was a lot of like intermittent angst, but I mean, everyone's got expected. angst, mm-hmm. especially in that situation, right? Yeah. And then- um. So also, Haley, what do you go to school for? Oh, okay. I go to school, and right now I'm studying um, classical history, like Greek and Roman stuff, and archaeology because like i love dirt um, <laughs> <laughs> so does tom excuse me <laughs> but like mostly classics um <laughs> so i guess i'm i'm here to give you like a mini history lesson today yes <laughs> so, I'm so i am so excited okay. also i just sorry before you go i just want to say yeah. last week when i was talking about the lecture i gave when i said there was someone who i was like thanks for coming and they were like i'm actually in this class that was Haley. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually her class. I know I bumped like, into Haley like outside the classroom. I was like, "Oh, you're here too!" And Haley was like, like, "No, I'm in I, this class. I'm here oh. every Wednesday at two p.m." <laughs> <laughs> Don't get Which, a big hat, Elliot. Um, no, I like am like a really shit anyway. student, so I like didn't read the entire syllabus until like I got like that week. It was like two a.m. and I was like, "I didn't do the readings. I'm not gonna know what's going on." And then like Elliot's name was in the syllabus, and I was like, "That's." unexpected but like <laughs> real cool like i'm into that um oh, yeah and i went to work the next day and several people who were supposed to be there weren't and all of my other co-workers were like yeah they had to like go to something for elliot today <laughs> and i was like oh, okay like, that's gonna be really awkward you mean my class <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're going to my class and i had to like sit there and take notes beside people who just like were appreciative and teary-eyed. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> you, you put the biggest smile on my face, though. When I looked up and saw you, like, it made my whole day. So I really appreciate you going to your own class, Sally. Thank you for that. Oh, I'm so glad it made you happy because I was, like, freaking out. I was like, what if this is real goddamn weird? <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. I just made Tom choke on his beer. Also, <laughs> we need to address that. No, I feel like I just, like, show up in weird places in your life. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know if I was, like, supposed to be here, but, like, it's good. Like, It's always good. <laughs> Haley, you're supposed to be everywhere. Yeah. I am. I forget the word. Omni-something. Ubiquitous. Omni- I wanted to say omnipotent, but that's wrong. That's all powerful, but it kind of yeah. still works. Um, omnipresent. Yeah, omnipresent sounds right. You're like a god. So yes, not a lot Spe- to live up to. Speaking of gods, <gasps> Pamela. Okay. Oh, sorry, that's not what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, but go for it. I'd like to know about go Pamela. Go for that tangent. Do a quick Pamela go for representation it. corner. She's looking like she is at a country club. She yeah. looks a little bit racist today. She has a blonde wig, a green <laughs> tied sweater around her neck, 
and a bowl on her head because her bowl overfloweth. She's staring at the sunset as if she's lost one of her sons in mm-hmm. combat. Yeah, and it's this is like the 10th year of her staring, and yes. in her head she knows she shouldn't be looking. And but her she neighbors, can't help herself. She's the gossip. Because her emotions are just so real. When is he going to come home, she yeah. asks. But also, she wants a whites-only golf course, is how she looks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> None of us are like, here for that. That's accurate, but Pamela, also, like, get it together, please. Please Take that fucking sweater off. We know you're omnipotent, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, that was a deep. Anyway, um, Um, that has been Pamela Corner. Okay, I had a quote that I wanted to read you. Um, This is a quote um, by a man who was in power in the 60s and 70s, who I think all the entire LGBT community looks up to, idolizes, perhaps. our, uh, the ex-president of the United States, Richard Nixon. Oh, Nixon. <laughs> he definitely is an idol of mine. He's an idol, right? He's a Nixon shrine. Yeah. Nixon. Okay, Nixon. <laughs> so one day, he went off on a rant, a total triad that kind of like made less and less sense as he kept talking. And he eventually got to the subject of Greece and Rome. Uh-oh. And he says... You ever see what happened? You know what happened to the Greeks? Homosexuality destroyed them. Aristotle was a homo. We all know that. So was Socrates. Do you know what happened to the Romans? The last six Roman emperors were fags. (gasps) What? (laughs) So he's blaming the fall of the Roman emperor. On the fags. On the fags. On the homosexuals. I wish we could take credit. (laughs) I I want to take credit. Honestly, As far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Um, and if you are interested, you can just Google, like, Richard Nixon fall of Rome, and you can get, like, an audio clip of him saying this, and you can hear just how frazzled and angry he is, but he also is not making sense. Let's splice that in at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. I love that. Oh, my God. Thank you. That was such a good opening <laughs> what a to what you're going to talk about, too, I feel so like. So, tell us how the fucking fags brought down the fall of Rome. Um... Well, they didn't. It was, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like all the other stuff. Probably the fags were the ones keeping it together as long as it was there. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, I'm um, ready to be that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to start with the Greeks, actually, because uh, chronological order seems easier. And also the Romans stole, like, a lot of stuff from the Greeks. Um, I'm already <laughs> so excited. <laughs> this, this is what I do yeah. in... Both my school and my free time. It's, it's a it's great. Get a lot of friends. We like banter. We're like, hey, you hear about this weird sex fact? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So a lot of people are like, Ugh, the Greeks were so gay. Everything was just gay. It was so accepted. It, that, it, that's like not really right. Um, because I, I'm a historian and I don't like anachronism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so equality is anachronism. <laughs> um, so they there was um, this thing called pederasty that was prominent among Greek elites, but like the rest of the world was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Um, and pederasty was there would be like an older dude, like say Tom. How um, dare you? You're our older fellow, and he would choose. A young boy on the cusp of puberty. Oh okay, my. and oh this is God. his partner, his Erastes, I think. I, I, don't know. I didn't write down the Greek word. Don't okay. just go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's this. Um, yeah, Erastes is the younger one. Um, and there's like the literal word pederasty implies the sexual relationship right so the older dude is like mentoring him and teaching him life skills but also like sex shit um and it's only okay because there's like a power dynamic and the adult is like the one in charge and it's manly and then as soon as the the younger one grows a beard you gotta break up and it's over so this is this is the greek gay relationship that was okay oh my fucking so god so people are like the greeks were so gay the greeks were pedophiles yeah literally <laughs> so 
like oh. you have to take into account the way that things change over time because that's so abhorrent by modern standards but there were some examples of like two adults just being in a gay relationship but it was like not the norm and it was kind of like what are you doing <laughs> like um so yeah dudes could sleep with um like like kids or slaves um <laughs> who which is not better i'm gonna say because they have this weird concept that like slaves it's okay for them to be slaves because they're not fully formed people they're basically children so it's all really awful (laughs) the whole thing the entire thing's awful um and also you had to be the top if the slaves like topping you like you're getting shunned oh my god (laughs) so like tom's face right now i like the emotions that he's processing while you're talking are just amazing so like don't idolize (laughs) the gay greeks like this is a thing that i don't a lot of people do and i'm kind of like yeah but like no so but when i was young okay so what's the one um fuck who's uh zeus's cupbearer not not euripides it was um uh oh my god this is gonna piss me off zeus had a pegasus no fuck off (laughs) (laughs) no i know zeus had a cupbearer that he was in love with and he had sex with him and it was like a non- pedophilic relationship yeah and it was a bit of a sexual awakening for me when i was young so i was like this is normal mythology is like different than like the actual history because a lot of it's like so much older right yes also there was like the weird thing with mythology where they're actually the actions of the gods are entirely separate from morality they're just like doing whatever and Mm -hmm. like philosophy is about morality also, can um, I just say that Haley's doing this off the cuff and, like, I'm just in awe of I you know, right now. Totally. So, <laughs> fucking go for it. Um, I, so, you're with Greeks. You're with the, like, yeah. pedophile Greeks. The not pedophile to be Greeks. celebrated. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were... Don't don't celebrate pederasty. Yeah. Um, I just remember the cupbearer <laughs> was Ganymede also, so Gan- that's... Ganymede, okay. Continue with that. Yeah, I mean, Zeus fucked everything, though. Yes. Like, literally everything. Yes. As rain and as a body and animals. As animals. And humans. Yeah. Maybe don't idolize Zeus either, even though no, he, like, literally I, is an idol. Like, don't do that. I didn't. I swear. Elliot, stop <laughs> idolizing Zeus. I know Zeus. that Zeus I'm, was your sexual it. awakening, but, like, don't. But we're <laughs> so my sexual awakening is Robin and Batman Returns. So. <laughs> oh, me too. I'll second mm. that. Drown in that sand, you fucking oh, sexy Drown man. in my sand. Me too. <clears throat> Did you know that um, women sinking in fifty style quicksand is like a fetish? Yes, There's I've porn seen of it. it. I've seen the quicksand <laughs> porn. It's all about these women like it's from ancient moaning. Greece. No, it's from now. <laughs> what? Good. You haven't seen this? You've never seen it? No. no. Have I? Have I seen women sinking in quicksand <laughs> porn? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like, think that's shocking. They're like I'm not even shocking. naked. Like they're just sinking in quicksand. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I mean, I. I do want to see Tom is a raging erection. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more about how they sink. (laughs) Is it fast? What's the density of the sand? It's like soupy. It's not like real quick sand. Gross. Like oatmeal? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's my new fetish is sinking in oatmeal. That was our story of today. Anyway, moving on. Um, Okay, moving on to Rome, I guess. All right, let's go there. Um, Rome? The Romans were a lot more, um, I'm going to say stoic, I guess. Um, <laughs> and they were, like, not into pederasty. They were like, that's kind of weird, and we don't, we don't like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were also, like, not down for, like, the Greeks, like, to, like, get all naked and oiled up and wrestle together and stuff. And the Romans were still, like, weren't, like, nah, we'll do different sports. So, <laughs> How dare they, yeah. number one. Um, so, like, they had like some sense <laughs> um but the romans had this thing where like it's it's pretty okay to be gay but like again you have to be in the position of power right um so like you can again sleep with people who are like below you um and there were a lot of stories about roman elites 
um because like who writes anything about a common dude on the street you want the salacious sex facts of the emperor at the time right oh i do um, so do i <laughs> So I have a couple like favorite emperors and there's <laughs> there's sex lives. Um but it's like you can't do anything because it's the emperor. Everyone's just going to hate you cuz you're doing weird sex things in public. Um but everyone's going to hate you? <laughs> okay, maybe not that reason, but you have to do other things to get people to hate you. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's like it's it's not good. You're a sexual deviant and running the country. Um, I mean, look at America. (laughs) Yeah, stole that from my mouth, and I hate you. You're welcome. Okay, well, I guess I'm here because one day I walked up to Elliot and went, "Hey, did you know that Nero is a furry?" And he was like, "Who's Nero?" (laughs) This is my favorite. That was my. You made Um, that day of work so good. (laughs) Please Um, elaborate. So, uh, Emperor Nero, who is. notoriously an awful emperor like everyone hated him he would um there's this theory that as rome was burning he fiddled but like that's also kind of wrong because fiddles aren't invented yet Uh (laughs) 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 um but yeah he was like pretty awful historian humor yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh that is a nerdy joke (laughs) The fact that you didn't even realize makes We're me so happy. happy. I live in a bubble. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's, like, pretty awful. After Rome burned down, he, like, built his own giant palace in the center of it, and everyone got pissed off, and it was demolished, and they built, like, the Colosseum there. So, like, that's... Whoa. Yeah. Did not know <laughs> they, that. Were, they were real mad. And he would uh, lock people in a room and perform and have these, like, giant orgies, and um, one of his favorite tactics was um, tying someone up like to like a post or a rock or something and then dressing up as a lion and then just pretending to maul them, but like in a sexual way in front of a whole bunch of like followers. So <laughs> he literally was a furry. Yeah. So Nero's like OG furry <laughs> <laughs> dating back 2000 years. Pamela's gagged. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is, you like probably haven't prepared for this, but I'm, can I hear about your favorite cryptid? My favorite cryptid? Mm-hmm. Sorry, for all of our listeners, a cryptid um, is like a... Slash Tom, what the hell are you Also for about? Tom. It, well, you, you describe it probably better. No, you describe it. <laughs> a cryptid is like a, a mythological or like a fake beast. Like the Loch Ness Monster's a cryptid and oh. Bigfoot's a cryptid. Like the, like the manticore. Yeah, um, like aliens, what? like... Yeah, I maintain that Tom is a cryptid. Yeah, Tom... No, have you ever seen Tom in person? <laughs> yeah, no. That doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> even when I think he's there, he just, like, disappears, and I'm like, mm, must have been a mirage. Mm-hmm. Every photo I ever have of Tom is just <laughs> grainy with light streaks in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, please don't out me as a cryptid on this podcast. <laughs> it's something that I wish to keep That's private. homophobic. <laughs> That's cryptophobic. <laughs> The cryptic closet. Um, okay, I really love alien conspiracy theories. Um, so I'm like, yes, like the lizard people came here in the hollow moon spaceship and they're living under the crust of the earth. Um, <laughs> just my favorite conspiracy theory. I'm uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I love just accusing random people of being lizard people. <laughs> like, you're the lizard alien. Like, you're emerging to take over the planet. But that's yep. <laughs> that's fucking queer. So I also love I that. Can only be there for it. Yeah. Um, I'm also a sucker for Nessie. I'm like, you're there. You're in Loch Ness. It's connected to the ocean through canals. So we haven't found you, but you're there. She's gonna be my wife someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy I asked. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm coming to your wedding. Okay. And I'm going to do whale songs under the water for Perfect. you and Nessie. Should oh, we have a- I'm so jealous. That's- well, you'll be the minister. Thank yeah, you. It'll be perfect. Thank you. Should we have like a shore Can I wear a side? Coat? Yes. Okay. I feel like. Or like underwater? Are we in maybe scuba j- half and half? Half and half, yeah. yeah the reception yeah. should be underwater with yeah. fish pun based dinners. Oh, no, you can't serve fish to Nessie. No. That's so disturbing. Wait, unless. Oh, my God, is Nessie Elliot. Like- 
is Nessie a predator or like symbiotic? You like tell us. She's your wife. <laughs> I haven't met her yet. I'm only dreaming. <laughs> Fantasy wife. I'm a vegetarian though, so I like to think that Nessie subsides on kelp. Yeah, definitely. It makes me feel better. Algae from the from the subterranean caves that she's right. living in. Obviously. Uh, do you think it makes her glow? <gasps> she's bioluminescent i'm gonna jump in here to uh, sorry i know you're doing (laughs) vegetarian cryptid corner but (laughs) (laughs) spin off but i want to know more about your favorite um emperors from oh okay from ancient greece sorry rome (laughs) okay my all-time favorite emperor his name was elagabalus which you hear that and you're like, that's not a Roman name. That's not Latin. Um, and it's not. He lived in the Middle East originally. Um, and this this emperor was only in power for like two years because his mommy put him on the throne. Okay? he's He was like 17 or something. He was like a teenager. He's the Joffrey of ancient <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's Joffrey. Um, and... Uh, his mom propped him up on the throne and he moved from the Middle East where he was a priest for this um, religion for this god idol thing Al Gabal and he's so into it that he's like you know what I'm just gonna move this god this deity to Rome I'm gonna take the giant (laughs) stone thing that they worship here and move it to Rome Um, and everyone was like fine that's truly your emperor but then he got like real crazy about it and he had all of this um stuff where i'm sorry this is like religion which i promise it gets more interesting i'm interested um, don't do worry it. okay um he moves the thing and he gets real crazy about like merging this um near eastern religion with rome's religion and he's like i'm gonna marry this stone to the statue of Minerva, like the big one in Rome that's not there anymore. And um, I am going to marry this Vestal Virgin like at the same time. And okay, just like for some context, a Vestal Virgin um, breaking the celibacy vow, the punishment is to be buried alive. No. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to marry that chick. I don't like chicks. I have this side boyfriend. I like to pluck all the hair off my body and pretend to be a girl. So, like, potentially, like, trans lady. Oh, my God. So he's just, like, marrying this poor girl who's going to be buried alive now. And Quicksand fetish <laughs> starts at their wedding. Yeah. Um, and eventually, like, after, like, all of this is in the planning, the <laughs> he's um, assassinated by the Praetorian Guard who a surprisingly large amount of emperors are assassinated by the their own guard. Um, really? Yeah, because, like, there's so much political dissent that it's like, okay, like, just get rid of them. Uh, but, yeah, he um, tried to marry two rocks together and then <laughs> <laughs> marry a vessel virgin while fucking his side boy. The original My Pet Rock. Yeah, so that's that's my fave. I can see why that's your favorite. That's wow. Horrifying oh, and amazing. Also, the most extra. He was so extra that he was like, um, whenever he decided to assassinate somebody, he would smother them in rose petals. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tom was alive way back then. I'm He's so the surprised. Sasha Velour of <laughs> Greek emperors. Yeah. Don't even talk um, about drag race. You're right. I'm sorry. Ugh. One of my friends, I was home a couple months ago, and we were talking about drag race. The whatever season is on netflix the first one on netflix eight, eight? yeah 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 Yeah. um i've watched like two seasons of drag race like i'm not an expert and i was like no <laughs> no shade on Derek barry but i went i don't like Derek barry and then several of my friends went yeah we don't really like Derek barry either and then half an hour later one of my friends went you remind me of Derek Barry. And I was like, <laughs> bitch, you just, we just had this bonding moment of not liking Derek Barry. That's super like, shady. You're yeah, so shady. Like, get fuck. out of my house. She was in like, your house? Um, we were at a friend's house, but it was like more my friend than his friend. So I'm I was like, I'm curious to know why you would remind anyone of Derek Barry. I, yeah. It was like, I don't know. That's mm. confusing to me as well. Totally. He, he tried to like, play it off like oh it's like the way you did your lipstick tonight and i was like bitch no like 
No. Mm, I don't like that. I'm not here for that. And he's... This is, like, a person who seems really, really nice, and you find out he's secretly an asshole. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that fits. Sounds about right. Yeah. I love him. Elliot knows a lot about that. I love him dearly, but... I was going to make that joke for myself, too, but I didn't. (laughs) Thank you. I... We we just talked about (laughs) Drag Race. We probably have to go into it just briefly. Maybe. The, The transphobia thing? We did or that. You did that last yeah, week. We did that last is there week. new information? No, it's just Tom shaking his head because he doesn't want to talk about it. Okay. I'm going to still talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> the finale aired uh, two nights ago for All Stars 3. Um, and people are just like so mad about it. And spoiler, I'll give you two seconds. Spoiler, Trixie won. And I fucking love Trixie Mattel. And I'm like happy that she won. Yeah. But yeah, Shangela obviously should have won because yeah. Shangela is the fucking best and deserved it the absolute most and yeah. like Kennedy also slayed in that last episode like she was so good sure but Kennedy sucks I mean maybe but also like what's BB, like what's BB doing there is another question oh absolutely what's BB doing there all to say the reason I brought this up was because I got really uncomfortable because after Shangela didn't win there was a bunch of hashtags that were like hashtag justice for Shangela etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's like I'm so upset because people care so much about a like a, te- a reality television show that they're going to do hashtag justice for Shangela. And there's so much shit going on right now in Canada. And there's so many people that actually need justice. And people can't even fucking lift a finger for them. And yet they care about like a semi-fictional TV yeah. show. It yeah. makes me so mad. I know. They it's... need to relax. Yeah. yeah. My stomach turns for that too. I totally agree. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Having said that, I did hashtag justice for Shangela in like a like a you know group chat with my friends because I thought I was hoping it would be ironic but. and having said that I do think that Shangela needs justice but also <laughs> just double know, back on ourselves then. it's our not flavor. always like one or the other you can like justice for more than one thing yeah as long as you're yeah. caring about more than a television show yeah totally. you know just like don't let that be your entire life yeah that being said, I've seen some people get very passionate about Drag Race. Yeah, she's <laughs> so for listeners, she's looking right into my eyes as, as Haley says that, and it's true. Because at our last house party, at our Christmas party, uh, Haley and I were sitting on the floor while Tom proceeded to scream and have a fighting match with someone across the room, uh, while Haley and I sidled up to each other for protection from Listen. this horrible event. Yeah. It was terrifying. Look. I'm scarred. Look. Me too. I, everything is competitive in my life so just like get used to it i guess <laughs> like i want you know what i mean like i'm here to i'm ready to argue like i'm here to share my opinion and if i feel like justice is not being served i want to make sure that that person gets justice justice for tom am i right nope nope <laughs> absolutely not you're not right <laughs> you're welcome oh shit tom want to hear a latin joke yes always <laughs> Okay, so did you hear about that school that had to change their school motto? No. Um, in English, it read, I see, I hear, I learn. But in Latin, it said, um, <laughs> video, audio, disco. I don't understand. I, I really, I really hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I, audio, like, audio disco. I don't get it. So like, no, that's the literal translation of I see, I hear, I learn is video audio disco. Disco it means disco I learn. means I learn. What? Can you like <laughs> shave that off, shave that out for us? Yeah. Do you want to hear a different Latin joke that you'll understand? Yes. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> doubtful, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love you not understanding my jokes. <laughs> I hate it, but no one needs to know that. Um, a group of Romans walk into a bar. Um, one of them holds up two fingers and says, I'll have five beers, please. Hey, I got that. V. Okay, I'm explaining to Tom because Tom doesn't know Roman numerals. How dare you? <laughs> L is 50. I'm just trying to see how competitive you get. Over not <laughs> and I immediately show. wrapped up like a Roman numeral for you. <laughs> X is ten. Uh, oh 
No, my mom was one of those like really intense. Like this is where I got it from. My mom, obviously, but she was a really competitive teacher, and she needed to like her son to know everything about everything. So I learned Roman numerals like when I was like four. Right, and you learned self control when you were. <clears throat> that was supposed to be funny, and then it came out, and it was just mean. And I'm sorry. I'm listening to Haley now. I love you, Haley. Regale us with it's another okay. joke. Uh, hey, do you guys know about Priapus? No. Okay, the Romans had this fucking god thing. He was a satyr, and he was like invoked. Wait, um, describe satyr first. Okay, a satyr is like half man, half goat. Like goat from like the bottom half. Like they sometimes oh, thank you. I definitely didn't know that. Shit. Satyr means something else. In the Jewish community. Anyway, go on. Okay. <laughs> Different spelling. That's S-A-D-E-R and Seder is S-A-T-Y-R. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so Seders were, um, like, they're really lighthearted and comedic and... Rapey. Um, rapey. They almost always had just massive dongs. Okay. There was an entire genre of plays called Seder plays where the punchline was almost invariably a bunch of dudes coming out with giant fake dongs strapped on. Yeah. And then you laugh at this and it wards off the evil spirits and like you're great. Uh, patriarchy. <laughs> patriarchy. Yeah, there's almost no like vagina symbolism, yonic symbolism. Um, but yeah, there's this guy named Priapus and he's like the protector of your household and garden and shit. And people would have statues of Priapus in their gardens and houses and stuff to ward off evil and it's just like a little statue of a satyr with a like a giant dick the size of the torso just like what like hey I'm here and they would have inscriptions on them that would say shit like don't trespass here or Priapus will rape you <gasps> yeah oh my god <laughs> like threatening you with Priapus's massive dong do you know what that is cute it's so cute. Tom's like <laughs> dancing in their garden, like, oh no, I'm trespassing. Stop it. You You're lusting be. after pre Priapus. Yeah, stop your lusty looks, Tom. <laughs> Doing no such thing. Oh my god. Priapus. 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 <clears throat> no, no, I apologize to all of our listeners. One of my friends sent me a picture of like a Sphinx cat the other day with its like legs spread like in a cleaning position. And it was just like fully exposed defined cat vagina and i am never gonna be able to unsee it yeah i like never thought about the like actual logistics of other mammals genitals artemis is looking at you very upset right now i'm sorry artemis i'm sorry pamela you guys both have fur you're decent pamela has a full outfit (laughs) country club attire (laughs) But, yep, I am holding this against that friend for life. As you should. <laughs> can but, I, sorry, can I ask for a silver lining from y'all? Sure. All y'all? All, from all, all y'all. y'all. <laughs> y'all come back now with silver lining. Do you have one, Elliot? Uh, yes, I do. My silver lining is I'm breaking the rules. It's from two weeks ago. <gasps> nope. This should, one. No, but this should have fucked me up my silver lining last yeah. week. It really should have been. You were already there, and I went to meet Tom to go see Leah sing, who was a guest on her podcast. Leah Canali, an amazing fucking singer, a diva, just a goddess. And we watched her perform, and like, I, I don't know how I didn't already say this yet. I'm a little bit ashamed, but I can't even articulate how talented she is and how... Honestly, Leah, if you're listening, I'm not just pandering to you. I'm being very genuine right now. <laughs> Hi, Leah. Um, That's Leah Elise Canali, for those yes. of you who need to... Do your research. Do your research. Uh, but no, her voice, everything about it. Like, I don't know how she's not, like, filling up fucking stadiums right now. Yeah. It's She'll well, get there. Sure, yeah, I'm sure she will. Anyway, that was my silver lining. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. Shanks. Mine seems stupid now. Good. What's yours? Um. Uh, Haley lent me Fun Home, the graphic novel, and... I recently finished it, and I should return that to you, by the way. But um, what what a miraculous read that was. It was, like, so full of, like, heart and home and, like, sadness and family and 
was it? And it was brilliantly written. Like, it was just, the language in it was just so... Can I borrow it after? Excellent. Yeah, for sure. I almost bought it today, and then I thought of you. Really? Like, yeah. Don't, yeah. Oh, it's so good. So I love that. And I'll second... I need to just plug um, seven seconds right now. And, like, I've been haranguing you to watch this, mm-hmm. Elliot, and mm-hmm. you haven't yet. So basically, we're, an, we're in a fight about it. Okay. But seven seconds is a show on Netflix, and it's fucking every it's right it's the show that everyone needs to watch right now it's the show of the times it's about everything it's about um racialization it's about police brutality it's about it's about anything you can think of if you're fucking queer if you're fucking in this world then you need to watch this show get through it the first episode you're like what's going on and then just get through it i'm rewatching um american crime story the first season with oj simpson and like it also hits I forgot how fucking timely it is every time you watch it but I will watch seven seconds I swear thank you Haley what's your silver lining um I've just had a really good week overall like I um did some schoolwork which sucked wrote a essay that sounded like conspiracy theory um, <laughs> <laughs> the lizard people right um, yeah <laughs> no but um my silver lining is mostly that I've just really reconnected with a few friends this week who um, a lot of my friends are kind of in the same transitional point in their lives that I am and you kind of like have to take a step back and like figure yourself out so I've like been a little bit distant from a few people that I really care about and we had some good good hangs this week and got it was I don't know it was just really nice and I'm glad that we're closer again i love that me too that's so sweet such a good that's a good note to end on yeah i'd like to have you back to talk about some of these transitional periods if if only if you're comfortable Um, with that yeah i love talking about my various crises awesome (laughs) and so do i so we're a match made in heaven or hell i was gonna say i'm pretty sure that we are a match made in hell yeah not gonna lie I'm happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Satan. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's like one of my personality traits at this point. Like, Haley loves Satanism. Like, <laughs> okay. That's why we asked you on here. Yeah. But Satanism gets a bad rap, right? Yeah, like, Satanism. Yeah, like, Satanism is amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. It literally just means, like, not believing in anything, correct? And there's, like, they have such a liberal agenda. Yeah. They're, like, yeah. out there protecting children. Seriously. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Like, it's so good. Yeah. Ave Satanas. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, did we, are we a Satanist podcast? I, all now? I know is that the Church yeah. of Satan is, like, very active on Twitter, and they will yeah. come for us if we've said anything untoward. Ooh. So. Are we tagging them in this? Let's yeah, we do are. it for publicity. At Church of uh, Satan, Church of let Satan. us know. Also, like, the Satanist temple is, like, super sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a big Canadian presence, though. Oh, that's so nice. I want to until now. This more. Until now, yeah, uh, yeah. Read about <laughs> Satanism. <laughs> uh, I get really into things for two weeks and then move on. So me too in my relationships. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> me gagging. I feel like Satanism is a really good point to end on. That's like yeah, yes. that's our highest point. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Several so lowest draw a pentagram. Yeah. Uh, uh, draw um, rams do, do speak that in thing where you like tie yourself up like bondage style but there's like a pentagram over your tits yeah yes. uh, i mean elliot did that this morning so yeah i'm, I'm way ahead of the game yeah right it's yeah. under your shirt right now yeah my Perfect. tits are nice and like squished by a pentagram pentagrammed <laughs> i don't want to wrap this up i know but um, we i hope everyone too. listened enjoyed listening to this I hope everyone listened. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this. And I want to thank you again, Haley, so much. This has been good. We can't wait to have you back. I'm I'm around. Great. Good. Um, Please follow us on all the things. All of them. Facebook and Twitter. And And Instagram and Patreon. Um, Please rate and review us on iTunes. Because you said that last week, but it is true. That really does help us. Yeah. I'm going to write a heartfelt review. That would be great, Haley. Thank you. Wait, I have a note. If anyone listening is like really into classics and you're like, wow, this kid's so fucking wrong. Like, 
send Tom and Elliot an angry email and they'll they'll come talk to me. I'll get like hit with a brick or something. It'll be great. With, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like get, totally. Get fucking bricked, man. Yeah. Get bricked. Man. <laughs> also, if you're like a cute lesbian who like is into classics, who like might want to go on a date with another lesbian who's into classics. Am I pimping you out now? Is you that- are pimping me out. Also, like half my department's queer. I have a group chat that's like all of my friends that I've made in this department and we have like a token straight person. Oh my god. That sounds disgusting. That sounds like delicious. Ev- <laughs> it's <laughs> so <salacious>. funny. <laughs> Even like there's this one guy who we were like you're aggressively heterosexual but to the point where like we wouldn't be surprised if you'd suck a dick. Right. And we told him that and he that's was like That's usually where I find my yeah, we told him that, and he was, like, so affronted. He's like, I'm bi, and I'm not hiding who I am. Oh. <laughs> so he's just cute. like that. That's really he's sweet. A, he's a good boy. I'll need a phone number. Oh, okay, he's, we're done he's here. He's, like, 19. We are done here. This is not ancient Greece with that. He, see you all next Tuesday. He can probably grow a beard. <laughs> good, luck, good luck getting a job, Tom. <laughs> Fuck you. I have five. <laughs> Okay, let's sign her off. Okay. Uh, this has been Do You Queer What I Queer. And see you next see Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. That you glorify on public television homosexuality. You ever see what happened? You know what happened to the Greeks? Homosexuality destroyed it. Pure Aristotle was a homo. We all know that. But it was Socrates. He never had the influence that television had. The last six Roman emperors were fags. You see, homosexuality, immorality in general, these are the enemies of strong societies. That's why the communists, the left wingers, are pushing each other. They're trying to destroy us.